Hey everyone, welcome back to the Literacy-Based Speech Therapy Podcast. My name is Kaylin. And my name is Ashley. We are both licensed speech language pathologists. If you have a love of picture books and want fresh ideas for using them in your therapy sessions, then you're in the right place. Today, we are doing a deep dive into a Halloween book called Bone Soup by Cambria Evans. It's a great Halloween-themed book. And so if you want to go grab a copy of your book to follow along, also you can download. We have a really fantastic free notes-taking template that you can follow along with us and then use it in your therapy session. So go download this on your show notes as well. Okay, so Kaylin, why don't you do like a quick summary of Bone Soup? Bone Soup is about Finnegan, and he is known across the land for his infamous appetite. Finnegan is never seen without his eating stool, his eating spoon, and his gigantic eating mouth. So when this town gets word of Finnegan approaching, they all start to worry and freak out and hide their food. And Finnegan is just really excited about having a Halloween feast. So you're going to follow Finnegan along on this journey of making a bone soup and he ends up getting the Halloween feast that he really wanted to enjoy after all. So it's a very clever Halloween book. Yeah, because it's based off of the classic stone soup book. So it's kind of an updated, fun Halloween version of that, if you're familiar Mm -hmm. with Stone Soup. In our episodes of Deep Dives, we are letting you kind of behind the scenes of how we go through and like dissect a book and pull out all of the rich, relevant speech and language goals that you would use with it. We pull out the story grammar. We pull out the page by page WH questions. We look deep at, you know, is this book great for verbs and vocabulary? So we're going to share that along with you. So looking at the key concepts of bone soup, we ask ourselves, why are we pulling this book off of the shelf? What are those goals I'm going to use it for? Yes. So here are the reasons why we are pulling bone soup in our sessions. If you have elementary, upper elementary, or middle school students, you can use this book. It has a great theme message. The vocabulary is great. Great text features and illustration study. The grammar concepts that you can target are complex sentence structure, the regular past tense verbs, adjectives, and possessive pronouns. It's also really good for sequencing, predicting, character analysis, and it does have a high frequency of sounds. And there's not a lot of middle school picture books. So people are Mm. always asking for middle school picture books. And just Mm -hmm. because of the look of this book and the complexity of the text, definitely, if you need a good middle school book, grab this one. Mm -hmm. And for Halloween, make it fun. Yeah. So let's look at the story grammar. So it is a complete episode. Mm -hmm. It's a complete episode, which just means that it has a plan. So the characters are Finnegan. There's a little werewolf, which I feel like has a more important role. And then there's other towns, creatures is what they're referred to as. The -hmm. setting is in a new town on Halloween night. And then the plan is Finnegan plans to join a Halloween feast in a new town for Halloween night. So he is going to this town. There the action steps of this is that He's going to the town, but the town's creatures hide all of their food, and then they themselves hide. And so there's no one to share food with Finnegan and no one to have a feast with. Yeah, they won't let him in. They won't share. Yeah. I mean, he was undaunted, which, again, this is great for character analysis. 
Yeah, that internal response. What are they feeling as that main character? Mm -hmm. And so the other action steps is that because he's undaunted, he just starts making bone soup and he sings the song and um, it attracts all of the town creature, town's creatures and they're curious. And then they start adding to the bone soup and making Slowly this. but surely, one by mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And, and each time there's another internal response. The town's creatures are embarrassed every time it's revealed that they have hidden food. And so mm-hmm. then they go and add the food. The soup is finally ready. And then the resolution is that everybody enjoys this bone soup. And Finnegan gets to have the Halloween feast that he had wanted. And then he just moves along on his way. Right. So it has a, it's like you don't really realize what's happening as the story's being read. So the townspeople, like the theme, the whole message, like what is the message about in this story? The town's creatures are quick to believe what they've been told about mm-hmm. Finnegan. He has like a reputation. So they just assume that before seeing it for themselves. They almost missed out on a really great soup and a fun feast. So the message is, you know, be confident in who you are. Finnegan did not get upset or concerned that they weren't sharing their food. He was clever. He found out a way to get them to join in and help him. And so the message of A, if you're like one of the townspeople, and you can relate this to maybe your school environment of Don't judge people before you've met them for yourself. And then on the other side is, you know, share what you have, even if the other people are not willing to share with you. So Mm -hmm. I like that theme and message. And hopefully your students, you know, you can help your students understand that. This is a really great book. Also, if you're studying character analysis. So you can take the main character of Finnegan. He's a skeleton and it's he's nothing more than skin and bone. He had to live by his wits. So what does that mean, living by your wits? He was a simple traveler. He was known for having a ravenous appetite, which, you know, two really great vocabulary words right there. He always Mm -hmm. had his eating stool, his eating spoon, and his eating mouth. So those are three recall questions you could do with this story. Copy the first page and have the students highlight those character descriptions because it is not often that we get a really rich character description so well played out in the text. And so when others heard of his arrival into town, they all hid and they hid their food. He was looking forward to the Halloween feast, but no one would join or help him. He went ahead and started making the bone soup. He didn't skip a beat. His song lured them out of their hiding. They all became curious and ended up adding their foods to his soup. And then Finnegan had, you know, his approach was to getting what he wanted. He wanted a feast with everyone. And so he left, you know, smiling. It was a successful night. He was able to have that feast with all of the townspeople and everyone left happy. So great for character analysis of this of this main character. And I love how the book, brings that out it's not like you have to it it puts it out there plainly and you can highlight that to your students that it does tell you what to look for and then also what people think about him right and so like you could even have your students like draw like on a piece of paper like a draw a finnegan character and then just do like those little call outs where you name all the different characteristics about him and i think that would be a great you know main character activity And so another concept is the vocabulary. It's so good. So you get broth, mixture, spare, 
Ashley already mentioned ravenous, ordinary, fetched, stash, embarrassed, feast, longingly. Great words. So all of these words, I mean, the fact that they stashed their food and so using that in in a different sentence or even with the broth, like the fact that it started out with just the bone with the water and how that makes a broth and then adding things in and mixing it up, nothing to spare. So there's the vocabulary, grammar concepts. So just a quote from the book, what a lovely place, he thought. I'm sure I could find a Halloween feast here. And this is Finnegan referring to the town that he is approaching. You're getting a mental state verb. You're getting an adjective. So he he's thinking. He's not saying this to anybody. He's just thinking to himself. So talking about that. And what does he feel about this place that he's approaching? It's, it's lovely. Um, another quote from the book. In a panic, the witches booby-trapped her jars of eyeballs. So it's a complex sentence structure. How did she do it? She was in a panic. And then the regular past tense verb of trapped and then the possessive pronoun. It was her jars. So those are just an example. Another quote, when poor, ever hungry Finnegan came to town, he was surprised that it looked empty, but even more surprised that there was no feast. Again, a complex sentence structure. You're getting regular past tense verbs and adjectives. And then the last one, last example, it says, so Finnegan knocked on witch's door first. Could you spare a bit of food? He called out. I have nothing for you, the witch shrieked. So you're getting those linguistic verbs of, he called out, could you spare a bit of food? And then the, I have nothing for you. The witch is totally standoffish, like, get away from me. So that linguistic verb, and then you have some regular past tense verbs. I think these are great, these grammar you know, examples, especially the complex sentences that our students often have trouble with. Pull these out, write them out, use them as mentor sentences to go through and dissect, highlight the regular past tense verbs, highlight the adjectives, highlight that, you know, what makes this a complex sentence? You know, where's the comma and why is it before the subject, you know, of the sentence? So I think that's a really, you know, this is such a great book for that. And these are just only a few. I mean, I could, we could go on. A few examples, Full of them. And so if you need grammar heavy, this book is for you. Sequencing. So you can address the order of the characters who hid their food and then the order of food that was hidden, as well as the ingredients added to the soup, which you'll get a little bit more because they add extra after everybody reveals what they had hidden in their stash. And then there's text features and illustration studies. So there are call outs and labels. And then, like Ashley said, the illustrations. They are very appropriate for your middle school students as middle schoolers. Yes. They do enjoy, you know, animation and things like that still. So they're not babyish at all. And then on the page where Finnegan is singing and he's making the bone soup, I want you to note the outline of the other creatures. They're in the background watching. Therefore, you can infer why, what do you think they're thinking? And then you can also look at Finnegan's face and you can infer he knows that they're watching him. He He's knows. He's very aware. Yeah. And so talking about that and how that goes back to the character analysis of he's used to living by his wits. He's clever. Right. And so, you know, if you are using our deep dive show notes, you know, you can write down these. So the inferring questions that we would ask would be, why do you think the witch flew past Finnegan? Why do you think Finnegan is singing 
why do you think he's saying the ingredients that he needs? I mean, how clever is that, right? To sing out in your song the ingredients that you need. Why is he doing that? And then why do you think it says that he has a smiling mouth now? So those are some really great inferring questions. And then some predicting questions. You can think, okay, how do you think Finnegan will use his wits? So, okay, first of all, you need to know mm-hmm, that vocabulary, the vocabulary word, word mm-hmm. wits. Mm-hmm. And so you're getting a two for one there. Why do you think he always brought his eating stool and his eating spoon with him on his travels? So, you know, you can predict why that would be. Why do you think it says that he brings his gigantic eating mouth? Why do you think the creatures are hiding their food? So that's a good predicting question. And then you could also use the predicting question, do you think there will be a Mm -hmm. feast? So like you can stop at a certain point when they all turn him down and you can say, okay, well now what's going to happen? What do you predict? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So those are some really great concepts. If you do have some speech sound kiddos, I would use this for the F, so for Finnegan which is also a great multisyllabic word, Finnegan. Mm-hmm. You're going to get the S for soup because you're saying soup the whole book. So that initial S. The H for, you know, Halloween, another great multisyllabic word. SH for share. And then you're getting medial G and for Finnegan. And then medial L for Halloween. You're getting that final A-I-R sound and then the final S-T for like feast is throughout the book. So real quick, share is not in the book, but the whole concept throughout this book is sharing. And so if you need to work on that S-H or if you need to work on that vocalic R, that is a very great word to add in throughout your discussion Mm -hmm. to get multiple practice and we're we're going to have a narrative notes for this for yes. Halloween. We'll link to that in the show notes. But that's one thing we often do when we are listing high frequency sounds for books is just because the word isn't written in text doesn't mean you can't use a word still. So again, the word share is something when you're doing your post reading analysis or activities, you can absolutely use additional speech sound words that are not directly from the text in the Mm -hmm. story. So share is a great, and I mean, Halloween, but you can definitely, you know, do that and then, you know, work on some other concepts as well. But I mean, this is just, bone soup is just a fantastic, very, you know, complete comprehensive type book that you can use with a wide range of your students because, There's just so much into it. That's why we did a deep dive on it because we love it for how complete it is for different areas. And we know that it's harder for speech therapists with older students to find Mm -hmm. books that are picture books for their students that are appropriate. Appropriate. And how fun would it be to do a Halloween themed ones with your older students just to change things up? So that's Bone Soup. Don't forget, you can download the show notes and you can also get the link to the freebie in the show notes. There's also links to purchase the book or any resources that complement this book. Like we said, we are planning to have a narrative note for the book. And then we do have a free book search. So if you want to explore this book, you can go to our book search, search for Bone Soup or any other Halloween books, and we will give you a quick summary of just the different narrative key teaching points you could address. 
We hope you enjoyed this episode. We know you're a busy SLP, so thanks for spending some of your time with us today. Click the description for this episode on your listening app or go to sweetsouthernspeech.com to access the show notes. We will include any links mentioned. And to continue the conversation, come hang out with us on Instagram at Literacy Based Speech Therapy, where we share lots of books to use in your therapy sessions. We would love to hear your thoughts on what you heard today. Please leave us a review on your listening app. We'll catch you in the next episode.